Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. For 60 years, he has been imprisoned in an icy grave. Now, Captain America, the super soldier, will be called again. But this time, he will not fight alone. Jumpstart Project Avenger. Seven legendary superheroes join together in the first ever animated motion picture event from Marvel. Ultimate Avengers, the movie. The planet's being threatened and we need a tough team to handle it. Captain America. Iron Man. Thor. Black Widow. Giant Man. Wasp. And the Incredible Hulk. So, Fury, we got mine to lead this little scout troop. To make this team, it takes extraordinary abilities and an attitude to match. Take it easy, old man. Now you're gonna see what today's hero can do. Extraterrestrials. Come on, little green men? If they learn to work together... Thanks. I'm not used to being rescued. They may just survive long enough to save the Earth. Finished yet. Ultimate Avengers, the movie. You're still a little man, Banner. Now knock it off or I'm gonna squish you. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Animation Nation where we take a look at animation across a multitude of fandoms. Today I'm gonna take a look at the 2006 film, uh, Ultimate Avengers, uh, the movie. But before I do that, I also have a, a comment from Twitter that I wanted to discuss uh, as it pertains to the X-97 and going forward uh, just from a uh, person who writes for uh, Cosmic Circuits put it out there. And I'll talk about that uh, before I get into the review of the Ultimate Avengers uh, 2006 film. Uh before that, obviously, it's been a week uh, since we last talked. Um, I snowstorm after snowstorm two, which oh, hate them, hate them. We had one today; it wasn't quite what they portrayed it to be, but it was a lot of freezing rain. Um, very frustrating. Uh, the only fun, funny thing was my dog is like two walks a day every day since we got him almost three years ago, and. 
it's only when it's raining. And this morning when I got ready to take him before work, it was actually rain, rain. And I had his best time. He was ready to go and <laughs> opened up the door. He put his nose out, turned around, went back up to his bed and laid down with his vest on. Uh, or harness vest, same thing. So, yeah, it was really funny. I didn't have to take him for a walk this morning. That's plus side, although I do enjoy those. Those are good physical activity, but I don't like walking with freezing rain hitting me in the face. So, yeah, woo-woo. Uh, and no daycare for my kid. Uh, first time experiencing that as a new parent, but I work from home, so it wasn't really a bad thing, and my partner has not gone back off of maternity leave yet, but it's a taste of what could potentially happen in March. So, uh, yeah, the, the, the child care stuff, uh, nobody that wasn't in the brochure of things when you're being a parent, of the things you'd have to worry about, it's all about, like, oh, sunshine, rainbows, yay, being a parent. No, child care is madness. It's absolute anarchy. We end up spending, like, a thousand dollars a month on a day home that we got right now luckily it's all taxable so i'll work our magic and get that knocked off the income tax total get it all back hopefully but that's not until next year so yay i'm really enjoying that uh so this just a little update <laughs> in between episodes um so before i talk about this tweet and what it can potentially mean let's get the network plug out of the way we are part of the Geek Ultimate Alliance with seven shows in total. On Mondays, bi-weekly is Ranger Alliance. On Tuesdays is a walk through the multiverse. On Wednesdays is this show, The Animation Nation. On Thursdays is Star Wars Alliance. On Fridays is Marvel Alliance. On Saturdays is DC Alliance. Sundays monthly is World's Finest True Believers. Star Wars Alliance goes live on the Geekverse YouTube channel. Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Marvel Alliance goes live Thursdays at 9, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. And DC Alliance goes live Fridays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. All three of those shows also have their own podcast feeds. Search Star Wars Alliance, Marvel Alliance, or DC Alliance. If you just want Star Wars content, Marvel content, or DC content only. But if you want all seven shows, including this show, stay subscribed to the GUA on your podcast app of choice. We also have a Patreon. Two tiers, a dollar tier and a five dollar tier. The dollar tier is basically a tip jar. You like what we're doing and you want to help us out any way you can. And the five dollar tier is where you get your extras. You get your ad-free episodes, early access to episodes, and Patreon-exclusive episodes. Myself and Joe go through all the DC films through the years. Stick with us. We're covering everything from Batman 66 all the way up to, I assume, the start of the DCU or when we start, when we started reviewing movies. So that'll be fun. Uh, we also have the Marvel Alliance guys, Chris and Brent, they did their entire Infinity Saga review. Uh, 30 over 30 pieces of content on Patreon about that. We also have uh, Katie going through Star Wars comics. We have Clay's Marvel Snap, and we have Joe's uh, Multiverse Minutes. We thank everyone that's uh, a patron, but if you're not a patron, you can take a quick 30 to 60 seconds to rate and view the podcast on your podcast app of choice. It's always greatly appreciated. It helps other people find the shows, and that's always a good thing. Okay, I knew before I decided to talk about Ultimate Avengers that I wouldn't, after watching it, I wouldn't get a whole lot to talk about, if I'm being honest with you. It, I'm, uh, I'll am i hold my thoughts for the uh, the film, but there wasn't a whole lot there. Uh, so yeah, uh, I was hoping something would come up, and luckily, shout out to Travis Snell for sharing this in our GUA chat, and it's from Alex P., who is a writer for... Uh, the Cosmic's, uh, uh, My Cosmic Circus. 
uh, or the Cosmic Circus, sorry, my Cosmic Circus is the Twitter handle. And uh, he replied to somebody uh, who asked, uh, will we have to have seen the original sh- show for this new series to make sense, talking about X-97? Uh, and he says, yes, definitely it's a continuation of the Marvel animated series, but now under the Marvel Studios, or rather Marvel Animation brand. This concept of continuing old stories that were once finished under the Marvel Studios umbrella is going to pick up sooner rather than later. So this gets me interesting, interested, very interested, because... First of all, Disney Plus is doing a lot of animation on their uh, platform because I think they realize how easy it is to pump out new content for that. Obviously, there is a year to two wait, waiting of the animating of the whole thing, but still, it's easy uh, content to get going rather than getting uh, like voice actors are easier to get under wraps than actors, less cost for budgets and stuff for sets. And don't have to worry about liability for actors, none of that stuff. So. <clears throat> and Marvel tried this uh, once before, back in the early 90s, uh, to start a uh, basically an animated uh, shared universe. So they're, they're bringing back X-Men, 90, uh, X-Men the Animated Series, calling it X-97, and continuing on with the storylines going forward. It got me thinking, and from this tweet, I, I wonder what sh- shows they could potentially revive. And I whipped out the list here, and I wanted to talk about a few, wondering if there is potential. And first up for me is Iron Man, the animated series from the uh, early 90s, the the most badass intro of all time of Iron Man smacking, uh, hammering the iron. It's awesome. Uh, It's... There was three seasons, if I'm not mistaken, of the show. uh, No, two, sorry. And... Uh, it followed X-Men, and I, I, again, I, I thought it was good for the time. I wish we could have got more. Uh, that was one. Uh, Fantastic Four I wasn't a big fan of, but again, I think with Fantastic Four coming out, it is potential to uh, have that along. It's usually what they used to do. Uh, and again, we got the Incredible Hulk. That's another one where you can uh, use some of the... Uh, uh, use the Hulk where... Uh, he's been used before Hulk and the agents of smash, I think is one of the uh, series. And again, that's something I didn't watch, but it, it was popular enough to have a kid show about it. So uh, why not revive the early naughty show? Uh, Silver surfer. I'll admit that wasn't one I was in my purview at all. If they're going to do anything, it's going to be the fantastic four and it might feature silver surfer adventures. You know that they stand. No, was not a fan of that. And as well as, uh, Spider-Man Unlimited, absolutely uh, terrible. Don't, uh, not not a fan of that at, at all, at, at all. It's just a copy instead of doing the, the next, another season of, which is what I think they should revive, Spider-Man the Animated Series from the early 90s. It's the one that a lot of us remember. It's our go-to one. It was my introduction to Spider-Man. So I, I do think as the list of the 90s shows, I think, you could get an Iron Man, you could get a Spider-Man, and even a Fantastic Four. Uh, Incredible Hulk might be shooting too, too too much. But the Spider-Man uh, series had it all. It Again, it did, did its own Secret Wars. So, yeah. And then we go into the 2000s, where the, the uh, X-Men Evolution, I'm sorry, it was a fantastic show. It's not getting revived at, at all. At all. Because... It, it's 
it's we got X97 coming back. So that's what they chose. They, they picked their Spider-Man new, new animated series. Oh, hell no. Uh, Fantastic Four, World's Greatest Heroes. I gotta say, um, I'm pretty sure that's the one that, yeah, I, I kind of enjoyed this this show when it was when it was ongoing. So if they chose, but the CG animation, uh, I'm pretty sure this had as well. Uh, or two-dimensional, modern, three-dimensional computer-generated imagery. Yep. So, uh, the animation, I don't think it would be a lot of people's cup of tea. Um, Avengers versus AIM, I, that one wasn't even on my... Uh, I didn't even catch this one. Uh, Avengers versus AIM. Oh, two-episode miniseries. Yeah, no chance. Uh, Spectacular Spider-Man, there you go. Please, please. If, if, there's, if there is a... If there is an, a nerd god out there, the... Uh, the spectacular spider-man will get renewed i know though is if it's a, and this is the big question for me what would i rather have revived spider-man the animated series or spectacular spider-man and i can't believe i would say this but honestly uh, i would take spectacular spider-man just for the quality and how much potential there still was because he was not even in college yet. Uh, I think that there's so much uh, meat on that bone and I don't think they'll ever uh, ever get to uh, do another thing, but uh, who who knows? Who knows? Uh, essentially here, Sony relinquished all television rights to Spider-Man, including animation exchange for some concessions via the live-action Spider-Man features. Those are the question about what happened to the series. That was a wonderful cartoon, but it's finished. I'm not officially connected to that show. Calls Ultimate Spider-Man, which no, no, I'm not a fan of that at all. We'll read the X-Men, same thing. You got with X-97, so not happening. Iron Man, Iron Man Adventures. No, I would not be a fan of that. Marvel, Marvel superheroes. What the another one that was not on my show and Superhero Squad. Again, that's a show for kids, but you could revive some of these shows that were for kids with were giant. Yeah, I thought so. Uh, and again, I think some of these things have had like movies and uh, whatnot with them as well. Uh, we get to the 2010s and the, the main one here for me to have a mini discussion about, because I don't think ultimate Spider-Man is uh, anything is Avengers earth body is heroes, because this one is another one that is reaching cult like status, even though it was in the 2010s that it came out. Uh, it was, it ended it well it started in 20, uh, 2010 and ended it in 2012. So it, uh, it was a, Pretty, pretty darn good uh, show. I, I really enjoyed it. I, th- I thought it was a great cast, great voice acting, and they had the right amount of Marvel heroes in the right amount of times. Uh, it wasn't uh, the same people showing up all the time either. It was like very small amounts, and when you got those, it, it was great. So, and for that to somehow turn into, uh, turn into Avengers Assemble, uh, it's sad. It's the same thing that happened to Ultimate Spider-Man with Spectacular Spider-Man because not good, not great. Uh, didn't didn't like the change. Uh, it was gearing up for stuff like uh, 
the Superhero Registration Act was teased a couple times, and you could have got Civil War. Uh, and you they alluded to Surtur as well. Uh, so yeah, very frustrating that we didn't uh, get any more of that. Uh, Avengers Assemble was okay, but again, it was more it was geared towards a little bit younger of an audience, in my opinion. Uh, still, a lot of possibilities here for Marvel. Um, I, I'd love to see where they go. I know. I wonder what your vote would be for what you would like for them to revive from the '90s into the 2010s. And for me, it definitely is a kind is a uh, is hard, tough choice. But Spectacular Spider-Man would be number one for me, followed by Spider-Man: The Animated Series at number two, followed by Avengers: Earth's Mightiest Heroes at number three, and obviously, let's throw in a. I would like to see another season of Wolverine and the X-Men. But I'm realistic, so if I'm going to put my chips in for anything, it would be uh, Fantastic Four, World's Greatest Heroes. Bam. So those are my choices. Uh, I really enjoyed the tweet. I thought it was a a great idea just to go through some of the older Marvel shows and potential because of what they did with X-97 too. I know I've put this in a fact or fiction for Spider-Man the Animated Series before with Marvel Alliance uh, in one of of the times I was uh, co-hosting. In. So, yeah, uh, a lot of potential here for Marvel, and we'll get to talk about after the break where they've come from. <laughs> and, and boy, have they have they come up a bit. Uh, so, let's take our only ad break of the evening. Listeners, we're an ad support network. We don't pick the ads or the volume. I'm going to give you a quick three count to adjust your volume, and we'll be right back in three, two, one. Knock that fire down, 19. Copy, Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19, all new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we're back. Okay. Now we got to get into it, unfortunately, because we're talking about the uh, uh, 2006 movie released February 21st, 2006, uh, Marvel's Ultimate Avengers, the movie. Where to begin here? Where to begin? Where to begin? Where to begin? So, 
I watched this a couple weeks ago. Very, very frustrating. Didn't enjoy this uh, in the slightest. I wasn't a fan of the animation. Thought everything was very uh, slow paced and then spit up at the end. I was so glad that uh, the movie that they did was not based on any of this stuff. Uh, well, honestly, you could see a couple things, but for the most part, uh, I was not a fan of this at all. It was it was just a blah, bland movie. And to see where Marvel Animation has come from, from there to this, it's why. Now, this thing actually did some numbers, too, so I'm not going to sell it short because I didn't enjoy it. It was part of Marvel Animated Features, a series of eight direct-to-video animated superhero films made by MLG Productions, a joint venture between Marvel Studios, later Marvel Animation, and Liongate Entertainment. Uh, so uh, this was in 2004, Marvel Animation, Marvel Entertainment, Marvel Comics' new parent company struck a deal with Lionsgate Entertainment to produce a series of 8 to 10 direct-to-video uh, animated movies. And when they only get 8, it's not a great sign. Uh, uh, so uh, two, the first two features, Ultimate Avengers the Movie and Ultimate Avengers 2, Rise of the Panther, Released February 2006 and August 2006, respectively. As of November 2006, UA and U2 combined had sold over 1.5 million units and were top in were and were both in the top 10 children releases for the year. So, yeah, uh, not 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 too bad numbers there. Um, Runtime for this movie is 72 minutes, and it honestly when we, when they got to a point here, I was shocked that there was no time left. So, yeah, it's not a whole lot in the plot. Uh, essentially, uh, Captain America, we see the little thing from World War II where uh, Captain America is fighting uh, uh, Nazis with his battalion, uh, and we find out that they're not just Nazis, they're uh, shape-shifting uh, aliens, uh, and one of them shape- has shape-shifted into a... Uh, Nazi uh, Kleiser, I think his name is, or Kleiser or something like that. Uh, Captain America comes out fighting him and he cuts him with a shield, which is, uh, and you can see his alien uh, guts start to come out a little bit. And he obviously heals himself. And uh, Kleiser shoots off uh, a nuclear missile, but Captain America uh, jumps onto the missile. And you get Kleiser coming after him. Uh, on the missile, Captain America able to kick him down off the missile, and then he's able to get rid of the missile. But this is my first problem here because they're fighting in the war somewhere in Germany, supposedly, and uh, he falls in the water, and then they find him like he is in the movie up in the Arctic. And you're like, okay, I totally believe where they found him after uh, the results of Captain America First Avenger, but this one, I'm like, like, dick, dick. It wouldn't be so bad if he was on on the missile for any bit of time, but like the, his people that he's fighting with, including Bucky, are taking pictures of him up there and looking at him, and yeah, so it's it's a little bit of a shock because you're like he falls in water. It's like okay, like this is more like uh, Winter Soldier, like someone pulled out now, but nope, uh, he goes and they find him in the ice the same way. I do like how Betty Brant is helping Fury here. She is part of Shield. Betty Ross, sorry, Betty Brand, sorry, Betty Ross. Uh, so I do like that. She's leading a group of uh, 
scientists that are trying to rediscover the super soldier serum, including Bruce. And um, Bruce has already it has the symptoms of the Hulk. He's already Hulk that once destroyed part of the city. Now they got him on this medication so he doesn't uh, get angry. And we know where that's going to go, obviously. So then we find out that the aliens are back and they're attacking and they need to assemble the Avengers. One of the things that reminded me of the film was Fury going in and talking to the talking heads. That was kind of cool, but they're the ones that want the Avengers project started. And yeah, so Fury has to go collect the Avengers. And this is pretty funny, actually, because he goes uh, to uh, Wasp and Giant Man, Hank Pym, and Janet Pym. Janet Pym is in only if it takes Hank, so both of them are into it. You got uh, Captain America, he's in. He's going to be the leader, You and he's reluctant to be that. You have uh, Natasha Romanoff, she's in, because she's an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, they go to Thor. Thor basically laughs and says, I'm not going to do it, but he does compliment Captain America. Then you go on to uh, Iron Man, and they were trying to track down Iron Man, hunt him down. Iron Man essentially says, yeah, no, I'm not going to do this, and leaves, but he shows up for the first mission where they have to go in and infiltrate a base, this, uh, infiltrate a shield base to stop him from stealing all the information. It's a big failure. They, uh, It's just a horrible series of terrible events where they're not in sync as a team they're getting uh they're going off on their own wasp goes off immediately into the building Captain america tells her no and she she then gets it sits off an explosion she's taking out our man goes in and save her and not listening cat america he gets taken out um it, it's it's chaos all all the time and we find out too that the aliens are actually chitari now so we find out that's another thing that we see in the movie. But honestly, uh, you do see a pretty cool scene where the uh, astronauts from S.H.I.E.L.D. are in space uh, trying to spy on them, I think. But they show up and just essentially uh, ran through two, uh, two officers or two S.H.I.E.L.D. agents as out in astronaut gear outside and one in flying the, the spaceship. And the Chitauri just take your spaceship and ram it into the whole setup and just pushes them in and destroys, sends the one down to, to Earth, but destroys her ship, so she burns up, and the other two are just there, and I think they just either fall back to Earth or just float in space and die. So, again, a whole, whole, hilarious intro. You're like, welcome to the Shatari. Uh, yeah, so that first mission, not a success. Our man passes in his shield, and uh, our man, sorry, uh, a little late now. Captain America passed in his shield, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm not being a leader here. I can't handle this at all. I'm just, just no." And, and one other subplot that I forgot to talk about was Captain America finding out about his lady, uh, being back on the go with his best mate. Uh, so yeah, it, that was quite a shock to his system. She doesn't want to see him at first. He goes and meets the guy to have a chat for a little bit, uh, and he leaves. He's quite bummed about that. And again, you go for their second mission. Well, at the end of the first mission, too, when they fail, uh, Iron Man is incapacitated and can't breathe. His helmet's stuck and his systems aren't working. So Captain America has to rip out his shield and everybody finds out that Iron Man is actually Tony Stark. In prison. this one, he did not come out and say, I am Iron Man right after the first encounter. Uh, I can't keep this secret identity secret for a little bit. Uh, and the only other funny thing is they go to meet Tony 
to ask him who Iron Man is, thinking that Tony provides him his weapons. And he's been selling S.H.I.E.L.D. all kinds of weapons uh, whenever he wanted. So, again, it's, it's it's funny that he was playing both sides like that. Uh, but, again, he secret identities, you, people actually do a lot to keep them sometimes. So, yeah, they know it's Tony's, uh, Tony's Iron Man now. Tony goes back to his place. Everyone just disassembles, so, so to speak, and goes their separate ways, obviously, because they all fail. Uh, you get that happen. You had that happen in the film, too. And they all come back together, of course. Uh, they all go back as Chitauri are coming to attack uh, the S.H.I.E.L.D. agents, the S.H.I.E.L.D. base. Uh, so Fury sends up the helicarrier helicarrier with all the ships, all, all the ships, sorry, all the planes. And, yeah, that's nothing. They destroy that in seconds. Send it into the water. Nothing. I don't even think they lose a ship in this. And everything just gets destroyed. So, And I do like the reactions of the people. They're like, oh, shit. Kind of like what we're dealing with here. Uh, really enjoyable. To me, I think one of the better reactions of the film. And we find out, too, that uh, Fury wanted Captain America found to continue on with the Super Soldier uh, Super Soldier uh, uh, system that they were going, this program. And no, uh, that's not what Bruce was doing at all. Bruce was trying to find a cure for the Hulk. Trying, actually, not trying to find a cure, trying to find a way to be able to manage it. Bruce shows up. Uh, well, Betty uh, and Fury go looking through everything and find out that he, there is no other test objects. He's been only doing it himself. And he goes in and gives himself a shot. And we find out that he is being the Hulk. Uh, yeah. And he can control it first. This is another problem I have with this film. He can control being the Hulk. He has a chat with Betty. But I did not see a scene, a scene to explain why he, he goes batshit in about 10 minutes of the film. He goes crazy and fights everybody. But there's no explanation as he's chatting with Betty and Best Kind. And there's no explanation as to why he doesn't. Like, why he loses it and can't. And he's not. Because he's chatting with her and saying, see, Betty, I'm just kind. I, I'm perfect. Like, there's nothing wrong with me. Yaha, I've been able to control it now. And goes off to fight. He has to be after he saves her. And then there's no explanation. Any more time in this film why he just starts losing his shit again like he did previously. Because it made us seem to believe that the serum works, first of all. The serum that he just, like, made with Captain America's blood, it makes it seem like it works initially. And there's no, I'm okay with it not working, but show me something. Show me him starting to spaz out, him being like, I'm losing control. Something, nothing, nothing. And he just snaps. So, but initially... It's badass. Hulk is okay. He saves Betty, and then he starts fighting the Chitauri, and he is the secret weapon. He's bodying him, straight bodying him. They can't do nothing with him. He is destroying them as they sh- get shoot down from the ships to fight. He's just bodying them. We have the Avengers uh, showing up now to fight uh, and save people, and they're working together as a team now. Yay, teamwork. <laughs> That's the funniest thing. <laughs> Obviously, you're going to show that, but... Uh, they all do their thing, which is enjoyable to see, and they kind of uh, uh, kill, uh, quell the, the 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 battle, the the attack that's coming on here from the Chitari. And yeah, there's nothing uh, they can do. They kind of are finished, and yay, the Avengers have saved the day. Oh, sorry. Uh, while they're destroying the ships there, towards the end, Thor shows up. Thor shows up. The guy who said he wasn't going to show up shows up destroys one of the ships with uh, lightning and that's it. Yep. So he showed up helping 
take care of one ship. I was like, sorry, I missed it. I was battling Frost Giants somewhere because one thing when they did meet him was that they, they were kind of dismissive. Uh, Fury was saying, like, yeah, this guy, I think he's crazy, but, like, he packs a punch. Uh, so, yeah, they don't believe he's Thor, and I do not like this version of Thor at all. Like, I don't like that at all. Like, I do like how he is perceived as a god. Uh, when he initially shows up, and he well, not when he initially shows up, but when he gets his power, and when he initially rea- interacts with the other heroes, it uh, it it it's different. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. That that's my summation of Thor here, and yeah, because Ali Taxpay is getting drunk too. So Thor shows up, everybody's defeated, and they go to attack the Hulk, who's like just smashing the dead ones against the dead ones, and ah, oh, and. Uh, Captain America's like, Hulk, Bruce, we did it. Like, you don't have to fight anymore. And Bambo, backhand slap, sends him flying, and it's on, like Donkey Kong. And he's going to fight all the Avengers, and he makes work of them. It's embarrassing, to be honest with you. It's quite embarrassing. He takes Giant Man, Hank, and punches him in the uh, kneecap, dropping him immediately, and then taking a rock, a boulder, and throwing it at a corner, like the side of his hand, cranium here, and knocking him out completely. Uh, and they do th- talk about, like, I do remember people talking about when I was growing up playing hockey net too, like, you always had to wear your helmet, but you get hit in the side of your head at a certain point, point, you could be killed with the puck. So, yeah, Hulk just throws a boulder at the side of his head. <laughs> Why? And... Then Wasp comes to save him, shooting at him, and he does his thunderclap since we're flying as well. Iron Man is no match for him. And then Captain America starting to fight. Yeah, I'm Captain America. And yeah, he gets a punch in or two, and then Hulk punches him since we're flying. And he comes back for more, and he's getting bodied the whole time. His shield is helping him a little bit. He does a nice little like a two-handed under of the Hulk, flip him over. But yeah, you're not going to do anything against him. There's a time where Iron Man comes in with his blast. And uh, sends him through a hole, and then bam, Iron Man flies back out. Hulk is raging. Thor tries to fight him for a bit, and Thor gets a good smack in, sending him down. And then Hulk jumps up. Hulk smacks Thor, and then picks up the hammer. Uh, which, again, I don't like that. I do like how in the film uh, version, 2012 film version, he tried to pick it up, but couldn't. He it nudged a little bit and scared. Uh, Thor, but I did like how he couldn't pick it up. That was a thing that I really enjoyed. I like how you established that. Didn't like that here at all. Uh, but throws uh, Thor knocks him out. Thor's out. And yeah, so it's not looking good. Uh, Cap's talking to Betty and he's like, what What can stop him? And he's like, she's like, the sedative? Like, maybe 20 times the dose, but like, we got it. So he tells her to go out and get it as they still try and fight him and contain him. And Cat America gets slapped over again and he's basically like tethered, tethered. And like, like fuck, he doesn't have a chance. And Betty hands him the uh, serum and the gun. He tries to shoot it, but he is uh, concussed, we'll say, and can't get a lock on Hulk. And Hulk sees it and throws rock, just to basically destroying the gun. But the the vial's still there with the needle. It goes to Natasha. She jumps on his back and pokes it in, and she flips her over. She goes down, and. He's starting to freak out a little bit, but he runs right into Betty, who tells him to calm down. Tells tells him, like, you know, just relax, and Captain America's like, what is she doing? And tries to run after her, but Fury's like, no, like, like, shut up, dude, just stay here. She's trying to calm him down so he doesn't burn through the sediment. And he passes out, bam. And then we see Hulk is, Hulk is uh, Bruce is uh, imprisoned in the S.H.I.E.L.D. facility. 
we uh, see Betty go see him, and she's like, no, I don't really want to speak to him. And then we see Cap come out after having a broken leg. Uh, actually, sorry, first Cap's friend and uh, his old love come visit him, and she finally comes in and chats with him for a bit. And then Cap comes out, and we get a picnic, well, a little like uh, supper gathering or lunch gathering with a barbecue with the Avengers. And they're all there, like, hey, Captain America. And Captain America kisses uh, uh, Roman up on the lips. We've never seen this any time before or after the film. Uh, before the film, sorry, anywhere uh, during the film to make us think that they would be an item. Only when she went to talk to him for a second to get him to stand a team, but we didn't see anything to that. So, yeah, don't know why. Another one of these things, like, why would you do that? I understand it, but give it some time before uh you do that like even if you're doing if you plan on doing two get in the end up together in the second film maybe just a thought so yeah that was not great and that ends the film there's no end credit scene there's no build even though we are getting a second avengers there was no tease uh teased for uh this this film there's no tease for the second one but yeah it, it was okay it wasn't great it was the worst Marvel animated thing I think I've watched so far for the for the show. It, it's not great. Obviously, when it comes to like X Men animated series, Spectacular Spider Man, Spider Man animated series, stuff like that, I'm taking it as a totality for the series. That's how I'll measure it, and they're all more enjoyable than this. I did not like this at all. I thought this was bad, and I'm so glad they didn't use much uh, to inspire the uh, film because I adored that with some of the things they did that were similar to the film I did enjoy in the film so but yeah this was just an average at best uh, animated film and to see how far Marvel's come now where you got all your Marvel uh, studios like your what ifs uh, like that kind of stuff you know, like just meld it in with the live action that stuff just makes me so happy that's the kind of thing that uh, I, as a fan of animation, enjoy and to see how far they come. You obviously got the uh, Spider Spider Verse films as well. Marvel animation is at a, in my opinion, all time high uh, in terms of popularity uh, and in terms of brand uh, right now. So I'm really interested to see what they're going to do going forward in the next few years after this. Uh, 2024 is going to be the year of Marvel animation, in my opinion. And let's see what we get here. So, yeah, this film was average at best. I would give this a solid 4 out of 10 for me. Um, some enjoyable things, but overall, not good. Okay, listeners, we'll be back next week with more animated goodness. Later, everyone. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.